Hello and welcome back to the Shooter's Roll. I am Reg and I am here with the lovely Dee Swizzle and T to my right. This episode we are talking about MVP and who we think is going to take out the coveted title for the 2019-2020 season. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Dee Swizzle, who have you got? Who have I got? First guy I got off the rank and uh... I touched base on this guy in our last episode. I like Jokic. I think he is going to have the season um, for not only the Nuggets, but for all big men out there. Point guard centers. There is no one like Jokic who, who is playing currently, and even historically, I've got him as one of my best passing big men ever. Um, throw out some, you know, fun facts out there. Um, Kareem and Wilt averaged over four assists a game um, for nine seasons in their careers. Topping that, KG as well as C-Web averaged over four assists in ten seasons. That's a big, it's a big sample space, and it's it just shows the 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 uh, the crop the the creme de la creme of the crop of pa passing big man and I think Jokic can and will better those big names those those all stars those hall of famers um, even coming from you know simple um, um, where he was drafted not a lot of fanfare second round forty first overall. Um, to becoming that, really that that uh, diamond in the rough that teams look for in in the draft. Um, I think he's he's shown his wares in um, the past three seasons. Um, just looking at, at some of his stats, I mean, last year averaged twenty point one points on fifty one percent field goal percentage, um, ten point eight rebounds, seven point two assists. Um, while averaging 31 minutes a game, over 80 games. Um, his career stats aren't that far either. Um, playing in 308 games, um, you know, 16 points a game, shooting at 52%, 9.6 rebounds and 5.1 assists. That is already, um, in his last, you know, that, that, that takes into account his four active years that he's been playing. His last three seasons, he's been putting up monster numbers. I think he'll do it again this season. I think um, when it comes to MVP voting, um, how successful a team does plays a big role in votes. Um, I think the Nuggets will do great um, throughout the, the regular season, and that will play a big factor in why Nikola Jokic will be this season's MVP. Big call, right? Um, I understand he's a good player, um, but when you think about NBA player or professional basketball player, you look at his body. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, looking, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You know, um, you know, I, I think if he wants to get to the next level, he has to get serious about his body, like his body fat and and, and all that. Like basketball skills, like it's it's there. I see it, but in terms of yeah, just as athlete, like you you, you don't think an NBA player. Has his body type, but he's still playing a lot of minutes. He's still effective on the floor. 
Um, I, I, his 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 physique is not LeBron James esque, um, but he's certainly putting up LeBron James esque numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and look, I there is a lot of talent in the NBA, and even at that pointy end, that elite pointy end of of um, of the league. He will still be, in my view, that's he, Jokic, um, will still, um, in my view, this season, ball out. Um, last season, he got his first All-Star nod um, and was also selected in the All-NBA first team with Steph, Harden, PG and Giannis. That's some elite company there. And if we're talking about, you know, the best of the best, He's already been recognised as the best of the best in his position at centre. Uh, I think he can one-up that this season and be the best of the best of everybody, every single player. That's my thoughts. T? Yeah, fair cool. Fair cool. Who you got? But um, I like, um, we mentioned it, we like, I like Giannis. Um, him, him having a statement this, this off-season that he's like 60% of a player that he is today. So he's got like 40% growth. And the the way they got knocked out of, of the playoffs, um, they yeah you know, the the Raptors just wore him up. Yeah, that that will give him uh, the eagerness to come in this season to to lead a new team um, and and also become like a, a jump shooter, get a get a re relevant jump shot. Um, I just see him as an un unguardable force, and he has a better body than. You. <laughs> 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 that's an NBA body. Well, he works out. He works out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So outside of that, um, I guess I'll, I'll bring up I guess uh, James Harden. Um, he's I guess he's always been on the, uh, the the edge, and he won it last year, the year before. Um, this year, like the Houston, we didn't even talk about Houston in the last episode. Like, I guess they they're consistent, but they haven't shown that they can they can win in the place uh, the playoffs. Okay. But this, the the award we're talking about is the MVP of the regular season. That's right. So he's. He's pretty much a most unguardable player in the NBA, uh, bar none. Like he's got a step back three pointer, he, he drives to the hole, gets fouled multiple times. Like he gets, he turns like ten to twelve free throws a game. Like the rest, the rest love making calls. <laughs> I guess the difference with with Harden this season is he's got another potential MVP candidate in in Westbrook playing next to him. How is True. that going to affect his chances of of MVP? But I think I think they're boys, so. No, they've, they've played together before and they've played their style. So you got two MVPs on one team and you got no championships or no conference finals. I'm pretty sure, I think they, they'll basically work it out between themselves. Um, I think once, once one gets going, the other one will, will step back. Uh, and I think James Harden is the alpha in, in, the, in that combination anyway. So Is he the alpha because he's got ten he's 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 been the longest serving player out of him and Westbrook in this current situation I think so I think so because um, Westbrook came to Houston that's right yeah so I think that he, he will open his arms like for the regular season there'll, there'll be like this my, my turn your turn I guess what they had before but hopefully they'll work it all out before the playoffs and then Harden will take the reins he has to he has to because Westbrook can't shoot from, from anywhere. <laughs> what I suppose what 
the the good omen for for Harden playing with Westbrook is that historically, and this has been shown, Westbrook teammates have actually got the MVP. Mm. Durant back in OKC. Um, last season, um, he made Paul George have his best season ever. True. Um, playing the the quote number two role unquote, even though you know Paul George made the All NBA first team. Um, you could argue that he had, even had a better season than than Russ last season. Um, Russ has been criticised in the past for stat padding, um, but it, just those two examples have shown that Russ can make players better by playing with him, getting that attention away from um, the first option or the second option, because Russ is a first option mm -hmm. when it comes down to it. That is a good point. Um, just continuing on the Western Conference potential yeah. candidates, I have a strong feeling it'll be Steph Curry this season. Wow. He, yes. He, wow. Look, everybody's left him, but that just gives him more opportunity, right? He's got Clay out injured. He's um, part of this rebuilding Warriors team. and Everybody's got low expectations for the Warriors this year. But this is a team that we're talking about a ridiculously high standard for this team. They won't accept anything lower than top four. And the man that is going to take them to top four is Steph Curry, which is going to take him to MVP. That's a big call. Yeah, it is. Um, he did get hounded in last year's NBA Finals. Yes, yes. yes. Um, albeit, he probably hadn't been used to it in years since Durant was there, taking the focus away from him. Um, Steph's a smart player. Um, I think he will learn from that finals experience and, um, if more than ever, find ways to get open um, because he's always had that quality about him is, is to get the open shot. Mm. Um, I, I, I do worry, though that teams are going to dog him and uh, really, really um, stifle him and, and, and not give him room to breathe. What do you think about that? Curry's, uh, Curry. Curry's a guy who finds, finds the open shot. He just finds a way. And look, I, I think this is going to be an opportunity for him to stand up and take it to another level. He takes it to a new level every single season, mm -hmm. and this will be an opportunity for him to stand up above the rest and show that... KD shouldn't have left, and um, that this team is still his team. Oh, big call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's fair, fair statements um, about Curry, but um, the question is, will Golden State let him play as many games to qualify for the MVP? Because you think about it, like they, they, they're coming through like a five-year period where they made the finals every year. And then with Clay gone for about half or most of the season, are they going to choose to to pack it in if they get a set amount of losses? Now you think about it, if they start out and and they're under five hundred, uh, halfway through the season they're like 20, 20 games off the, off the lead or twenty games off the playoff um, pace. Would they just pack it in and then make him sit the whole season? Are you are you saying that uh, Golden State, the Warriors, won't make the playoffs? I'm Is not that saying what you're that. Saying? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that. If if they do like if they get on the premier like bottom like in the top ten uh, between eight and ten, then I reckon they'll pack it in and just choose this year as a as absent year. 
and allow all their all their guys or the horses to to recover and then come back hard next year for the next five years i don't see it happening yeah i'm, I'm I, I, I don't know uh like i um steve kerr is going to look after yeah. his stars and he's he's been doing it for years already he um pick and choosing i mean that, that was the wealth of talent on that roster is that they had stars where they could rest one superstar and still have three or four superstars still playing. Um, I don't think he's got, he doesn't have that luxury this year. Um, Draymond has to have a huge, a huge season. Um, for Steph, when we're talking about the MVP race, for Steph to, in my view, be in contention for it. I think Draymond has to play his role, get some of the attention away from Steph, um, take that pressure off him. Um, signed a big deal in the off-season. Um, that's a lot of faith in an ageing um, big man. Um, but he's th that Draymond is still the heart and soul of the, the Warriors. Um, but Steph is the leader, and Steph is the point man, and Steph is the guy that's going to win you games. Um, I, I, in my view, I think Draymond has to play and do his part in order for Steph to get the crown as the best player in the world. So you're thinking about the Warriors pre-KD? Well, they've done it before. Mm. They've done it before. They've won before. But they are older now. Yeah, and, and the makeup of the team is different now. And it's different. Mm. I mean, the big um, the big acquisition of um, deloading will be, will be key, how much uh, pressure he can take off Steph. Um, He's pretty much slotting into Clay's shoes until Clay gets healthy. That's going to be a big, um, they're, they're big shoes to fill, um, especially because Clay plays two way. He plays the D. He marks up on, and marks up on the other team's best player. Um, whether or not D'Angelo can be as efficient as Clay as well on the offensive end is, is something to see. Um, there's a lot of question marks, I think, with with Golden State. But it is a bold prediction, Reg, going with Steph. Um, but if anyone, if, if anyone who, you know, in modern times, Steph has revolutionised the game. He has. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he makes, uh, adds another layer on that, um, on that process. Um, it's a big test for him this year. It will be. Yeah. Now, the other bold prediction I have for MVP is the big man, Joel Embiid. Oh, the process! <laughs> the process. <laughs> Once again, uh, we don't show any bias on this podcast. Definitely not. I want to watch you wear a Sixers not, jersey. I'm not a Sixers fan. Lies. We also said we don't lie on this podcast either, but uh, we're doing it. Uh, I think the only thing that is stopping Embiid from being MVP is his health. If he can stay healthy this season, which I think he will, and fix up his, his fitness, his um, diet, he will be in running for the MVP. They do have a stacked roster. They, they do. Gotta, they got to share that rock around. They do. Is Embiid still the top dog? I think it is. He thrives off the pressure and mm. wanting to be the best. So the more pressure he has, the more competitors he has, especially standing right next to him, He's going to stand up to it. He's going to be better. Is he still the face of the franchise? With 
I mean, they, they, they got Simmons on a, on a large extension over the summer, yeah. signed him up. Five years, 170. That's, is that yeah. a signal to Embiid? Is that motivation? Is that is he going to take it the right way? It's the Jojo and Ben show. <laughs> <laughs> so they can share. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Philly is Jojo and Ben, and more so Jojo this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I I still I'm still concerned that how they're going to share that ball around, with um, with Tobias is still in the mix. Yeah. Um, Richardson, the new acquisition. I mean. I don't think he'll be ball dominant, and I think that's that's a wise thing. But they still got Horford. Mm. Um, is Embiid still going to be the man in Philly? Yeah, I think he will. His his stats speak for themselves. And look, like I said, he's he's um, he's going to be bigger and better. Like um, as long as he stays healthy, um, yeah. Be cool. Be cool. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Philly, right? We, with, um, like how you said, Draymond needs to play well for Steph to win. Yeah. I think Simmons, Simmons has to develop that jump shot and, and free up, free up the paint. Because at the moment, like last season, the paint was just crowded with him himself, and, mm. and I guess it was Simmons and a beat. If Simmons comes out with his jump shot that he's working on, um, I guess mm. we've seen clips of him working on the jump shot. It looks pretty smooth. There's no D on him, but uh, it looks pretty smooth without defense. Um, yeah, if he gets that consistency to become like a 30% three-point shooter, like 40% on the field, that's like low ratings. But if he gets to that level, I think it allows Embiid to be the monster inside. Yeah. And, and if Embiid, Embiid needs to eat down there. Because I find that sometimes he gets he gets frustrated. Maybe last year because the team was so stacked with Jimmy. Um, he came out yeah. a lot for the three because he, 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 he wouldn't get the ball for a lot of positions. Yeah. And he got frustrated, so he came out and just shot the three. He's a 30%, he's an average shooter. But he needs to be in the paint and just foul out the other team and just just put the, all the attention back onto the center, the opposition center, and the power forwards. Because, like, hands down, I think Embiid's probably the, the best big man out there. Number and, five. And really, last season, Horford was the only guy who could stop Embiid. And now he's got Horford standing next to him, playing alongside him. Who else can stop him offensively when he's in the paint? Mm. If he's not lazy, if he's not lazy, yeah. if he if he posts up properly like Shaq or all the great centers that played, mm. using drop step, hook, um, fadeaways, if he consistently brings out every game, if he wants to work hard and get punished down low, then you know then then he he'll be in the conversation for sure by the end of the year. All right. Anybody else got any other? I've got one more. It's it's I wouldn't say it's out there because. Um, Dame Dollar has been doing Dame Dollar things for a long, long time. He just released an album, didn't he? He did. He did. Um, Sign of things to come. So if you, sign the, if, if you make an album, are you meant to become MVP? Is that how it works? <laughs> That's not how it works. Sign up. MVP. <laughs> well, uh, just, just, just on that point, um, multiple interests, it feeds world champions. I'm just going to use a out there, out there, non-basketball related example, Lewis Hamilton, F1 champion, is diversifying his career, um, he designs for Tommy, these, these outlets, these creative outlets make Lewis a better racing car driver. I think, um, I'm not saying that dropping a new album will, will get him the MVP, 
or that he's going to be more focused. But I think Dame is the model of consistency. Um, the, the reason why I say Dame this year is that um, Dame does not slack off, in my view. He's got that killer instinct. He sent OKC out of the playoffs, waved them goodbye. If he didn't hit that shot, who knows, Paul George might still be there. Um, he's, I mean, this is a big if, in the land of ifs, if he didn't hit that shot, um, would the NBA landscape be what it is currently? You know, um, I'm just looking at, you know, over Dame's career stats, um, over 549 games, 23.5 points at 43%, um, field goal percentage, 4.2 boards, 6.3 assists, got a well-rounded game there um, what's going to take him over the top if Portland and Portland have completely every season they go under the radar no one really talks about Portland um, winning the championship or making waves um, there's always been bigger name teams to um, come out and uh, overshadow Portland but you know Portland have secured their backcourt for years to come um, Portland have um, dished out an extension to not only McCollum but also Dame um, to the tune of four-year Supermax deal extending his contract um, and paying him $196 million, uh, with a player option of $54 million at the final year of that contract. That's five years on top of his current deal. Uh, sorry, four years on top of his current deal which expires at the end of the 2022 2021 season, a lot of twos there, um, but with that consistency, I think that he will find um, that next leg up, you know, he's previously been overlooked for all-star teams, um, despite his statistics, he's made four now, last year he made the All-NBA second team, um, I think he can kick it up another gear, I think Portland will have a good season, and that good season will dictate the way... Um, Dame gets looked at for the MVP. Um, I think he'll have a monster season um, going into um, what would no doubt be a tough, tough Western Conference, but he's done it in the past. And when the playoffs come, it's, it's Dame time. It's Dame time. <laughs> so that's my take on, uh, on my two MVP candidates for, for the year. All right, thanks for sharing, D Swizzle. Any final thoughts, anyone? I think we've got all our picks, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see you play this back and see who gets it right or who gets the closest to, to correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe should we should put down a bet down. <laughs> on the side. On the anyone side. willing to put it on camera? I reckon we put a bet down. Right, we've just put out like a case of you know, soft drink or beer. Let's put Dude. it down. So you got your picks? Who's your picks? Jokic. Yep. I'm taking Jokic and Dame to take it out. Um, they're my two picks. Yeah, Reg, what's your picks? Curry or Embiid? Uh, and, and my picks were the Greek freak, Giannis, and Harden. Yeah. Alrighty. Tune back in to see who wins the bet. Um, this has been another episode of Shoes Roll. Thank you for watching. Thanks for tuning into this episode of The Shooter's Roll. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, you can find all of our other videos on YouTube or find us on SoundCloud.